The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of MyStressAlarm.com. In today's episode, I'm going to share my story. Um, Not because I like talking about myself, that's for sure, but naturally people wonder who I am, how did I get into this, what's my background. So back in 2000, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, or UC for short, which is an inflammatory bowel disease. Uh, One of two main ones, the other being Crohn's disease. Both are autoimmune disorders. Basically, UC causes inflammation in the colon. So you can have severe cramping, diarrhea, blood in the stool, loss of appetite, and a slew of other symptoms based on severity. So not fun. So my gastroenterologist started me on a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory, which did the trick for a while, uh, maybe a couple years. But each time, my flare-up got a little worse, and it was a little harder to control. And eventually, it came down to needing prednisone. Now, for those of you not familiar with prednisone, it's a common steroid medication prescribed for many conditions. Now, I wasn't fond of prednisone because there's all kinds of potential side effects. And frankly, it scared me. But on the other hand, the flare-up was scaring me too because it, it was the worst one I ever had. And I was really having severe cramping and blood, and uh, I didn't feel like eating. And and my my prognosis just wasn't looking very good. Um, And I had to go to work like this, too. So I actually got the prescription filled just so, you know, I had it readily available should I change my mind, in which case I could start taking it right away. Uh, And the uh, generic's pretty cheap anyway, so I didn't mind risking a little money. Um... But I decided to try an alternative approach first because uh, once you start prednisone, you can't just stop. You have to wean off of it. and So anyway, I decided to try Chinese medicine. Didn't expect much, but uh, I figured I had nothing to lose at that point. So I found a very nice couple, husband and wife, in Wheaton, Maryland, off Georgia Avenue, for those of you who may be familiar with the area. Both Chinese doctors who ran their business out of their home, as many do. Uh, Dr. Betty Pang and Dr. Philip Dai. Yes, his name was Dr. Dai. Isn't that a great name for a doctor? Spelled differently, though. Anyway, so I got the treatment, went home, and to make a long story short, I was dumbfounded by the results. I remember it well. It was truly unbelievable how fast and effective the treatment was. Certainly wasn't expecting it. And thankfully, with repeated treatments, I was able to go into remission and I dodged a bullet and didn't need the steroids. Yay! Problem solved. Well, not quite. Uh, There were some issues. uh, Like, first of all, they lived 50 miles away and didn't make house calls. And yes, I did try other acupuncturists and Chinese doctors near me, but unfortunately, I never seemed to respond to any of their treatments. Now, isn't that kind of strange? That I only responded to Dr. Pang's treatments? And I'll get more into this. I'm, I'm dedicating a whole episode to acupuncture 
in the not-too-distant future. But another issue was that they were already in their mid-80s, so I, I didn't think it was wise to include them in any long, long-term plans. Uh, money was also an issue. I would say conservatively, over the years, I've spent no less than $5,000 just on acupuncture and Chinese herbs alone. Uh, so that's not counting the conventional side of things like doctor appointments, colonoscopies, and etc. So even though I was spared having to take the prednisone, which was huge, there were still these issues. So after a few years of off and on flaring up and running to Dr. Pang, Dr. Dai, I was able to rule out certain foods and seasonal factors and pretty much figured out that stress was the main trigger of my flares. And Dr. Pang had hinted at it all along. I think it was around the uh, 47th time she asked me, how well are you sleeping and how much are you working? Um, did it occur to me that she wasn't really asking, right? She was telling me that I'm working too much and I'm not sleeping enough. And frankly, I, I wasn't really surprised that stress had an impact on my health, but I didn't realize just how direct of an impact it had. And, and I should mention that on top of my day job and regular chores outside of work, I was also pursuing some entrepreneurial endeavors that were undoubtedly contributing to my workload and overall stress. Um, but those things, those things were very important to me, and giving up on them was simply not an option. So it was a frustrating position to be in, for sure. Now, there was one thing, though, that occurred to me that gave me a little hope, which was that I wasn't constantly flared up. I mean, there were plenty of times I was just fine. In the beginning, a whole year would go by between flares. But as the disease progressed, um, it may have been only six months between flares, other times only three months, whatever, but I wasn't constantly flaring up. So I got to thinking, if there was just some way that I could know where that line was, that if I crossed it, if I pushed myself too far and started having these symptoms, then perhaps I could keep a closer eye on my stress level and control it or regulate it somehow to stay under that threshold. At least that was my hope. Um, and I remember sitting down at my desk in my office at home and thinking about those two questions that Dr. Pang would always ask me. How well are you sleeping? How much are you working? And I would always guess at the answers. I mean, I'd say, well, I think my... I slept a little better this week, but work was about the same. Basically, I started feeling stupid and embarrassed even you know, that, I, that I couldn't answer the questions intelligently, the same questions she asked every time, much less be able to do anything about it except keep running back to her. So I wanted to come up with a better way to answer her questions, and it didn't need to be perfect. I didn't need some fancy device that measures sleep or stress. I just needed something that was better than guessing. And I like numbers because they're more tangible to work with. So I came up with a, a point system. And it took me all but five minutes, really, to come up with the basic gist of it and how it would calculate accumulated stress level and stress threshold number. And believe me, it's not rocket science. And I did all this in Microsoft Excel. I always say Excel is my canvas. But anyway, uh, lo and behold, I started seeing results and it really didn't take that long. Uh, but there was a noticeable decrease in the frequency and severity of my flares. And uh, because I was now less distracted by that, I became more focused than ever on my goals. So it had a twofold benefit. 
Um, I haven't had a major flare, by the way, since 2007, and I haven't taken meds in years. And, and when I say that, I'm just talking about what I did. Of course, always talk with your doctor first before adjusting your dosage or stopping altogether. Um, now, my story doesn't end there because there were certain proactive habits that I would try to incorporate into my routine from time to time, like working out and other things, uh, but I could never stick with them. Well, this past November, I found myself in a position where I could fit a limited amount of exercise into my uh, routine and stick with it. Uh, Just three days a week, 30 minutes on the elliptical. Uh, And now that the gyms are closed temporarily due to the pandemic, I decided to buy an under-desk bike. I was actually talking with my mother on the phone, and she had mentioned something about an under-desk bike, which I had never heard of. So the one I got is called Exerputic 900E. You can look it up on Amazon, E-X-E-R-P-E-U-T-I-C, 900E. And I love this bike. Uh, it doesn't take up much space, costs a fraction of what a treadmill or a regular stationary bike costs. It's built solid, and it, it you can really get a decent workout. It's got a lot of tension settings on there. Uh, full disclosure, I have no affiliation to this company whatsoever. But anyway, uh, getting back to my story, around the same time, I started going to bed earlier too, and sticking with that as well. Uh, Now, that was a little easier because I came to the realization that even though I was putting off work till the next day, I was actually getting the same amount of work accomplished, if not more, because I think better in the morning, and I have more energy, so I prefer working more in the mornings, winding down earlier in the evenings. Plus, I find falling asleep easier, too, uh, when I go to bed earlier. And I'm going to be doing an episode on sleep uh, with, hopefully, a very special guest interview. So uh, you won't want to miss that, especially if you're a light sleeper like me. Anyway, sometime this last December, I also started practicing mindfulness a little more. And I've been increasing that little by little as well. So the point I'm trying to make is that monitoring my chronic stress led me to use more discretion in planning my day and I was more able to incorporate and stick with these more proactive habits like the exercising and getting to bed earlier in the mindfulness. And I feel as good now as I've ever felt. So that's my story in a nutshell. Um, I'll be the first to admit that chronic stress monitoring isn't the be-all end-all solution. It's probably not going to help everyone with stress-related health issues, especially the more severe cases, unfortunately. Uh, But the process is pretty simple, and the premise is sound. It simply helps you to find that line where you generally become symptomatic, and then lets you know how close you are to that line on any given day. And that could be a real game changer, uh, at least for anyone who's already developed stress-related health issues, because it really does help you to walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering symptoms. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, please try MyStressAlarm.com today. It's free for a limited time, there's no wearables or sensors needed, and it takes just one minute a day if you're slow. That's MyStressAlarm.com. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. 
And if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, stress less to be your best.